Welcome to this special edition of the On Mission podcast. My name is Mark Mennell, sitting in for our regular host, Chris Wright, and I serve alongside him as part of the Langham Partnership, working for one of the three programs of the ministry, Langham Preaching. And you can find out more about that and the rest of Langham's work at our website, langham.org. That is L-A-N-G-H-A-M dot O-R-G. Chris is away at the moment with a very packed preaching schedule around uh, a number of different churches, and that is why I'm hosting this episode. This is the third special edition of On Mission, for which I've recorded a conversation with Ukrainian friends involved in Christian ministry to learn about the conditions that they and indeed everybody in the country are facing at the moment. Due to the volatile nature of the situation there, as before, we're withholding the name of this sister for her safety. For this mini-episode of On Mission, my conversation is with a sister in the Lord who has attended some of the Langham preaching seminars I've been involved in in Ukraine. She has worked in student ministry in Kyiv for many years, but has now moved to another part of the country for safety. But she's determined to stay in Ukraine, certainly for as long as she possibly can. We recorded this conversation on the afternoon of Saturday the 12th of March, which is day 17 of the invasion. Creepy. Uh, tell us a bit about the situation that you're in now. Uh, I'm currently in the western part of Ukraine. It is safe. Uh, often, though, we hear uh, some uh, sirene, um, and that means that people should go to the bomb shelters. Uh, but most uh, of uh, civilians in the western part of Ukraine feel um, feel safe. So do I. Um, I am uh, renting an uh, old apartment with my sister and uh, mm -hmm. in the western part uh, of Ukraine, and uh, we are able to have phone connection and Wi-Fi to still work and uh, contact with our relatives and friends who are uh, in more dangerous areas. Um, right of Ukraine. And you yeah. originally um, living and working in Kyiv, so you presumably have lots of friends there? Uh, yes, uh, I have lots of friends there who, uh, who are still in Kyiv, and both my um, two aunts uh, live in Kyiv, uh, and they are not going to, uh, to leave um, the capital. Uh, so I get in touch with them and ask how they're doing. Um, yeah, uh, many uh, Kyiv citizens, they uh, are in lack of food uh, and humanitarian help. Uh, but at this point, things much better than um, in the Kyiv region, where some um, villages were taken already and people are uh, hiding from the bomb shells um, in the bomb shelters. And they have no food and drinks. I mean, I just saw some photographs yesterday of European and, and well, that's the place we were together just a few years ago, weren't we, for a Langham event? Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's heartbreaking just to, yeah. Uh, yeah, to see and know what is going on there. Mm. What sorts of things are people telling you when you contacted them uh, further east? Um. The student that I mentored for two years, she is still in the Lugansk region. Uh, most right. of 70% uh, of uh, Lugansk region is taken already. 
and she's still in, in contact with me. And she says that she stays in the church and is the only place where there is a light uh, and electricity and uh, still they have water. And she does not leave um, the village because uh, she, uh, she serves people around. Mm. And um, I encouraged her to evacuate. Uh, obviously, I worry about her, but it encourages me to see that she stays there. And uh, she says that the church is standing and it is a light because God is mm. a light and mm. uh, it is standing still. It is not touched and uh, is not burned while many houses around are already burned. Mm. And she said that uh, two people... Um, um became christians yesterday uh, so uh, yeah yeah she says that people are turning to god they're searching for god and want to uh yeah to get to know jesus that's astonishing and um, so just to clarify for people who may not um have a sense of the map that is was that in one of the breakaway supposedly russian breakaway areas before uh, it is in the eastern part of ukraine uh, yes. So Lugansk and Donetsk were the first uh, yes. uh, regions that um, Russia uh, was trying to take. Um, and uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, so it's amazing that the church there that she's part of is itself a kind of place of stability and, and, and mm -hmm. security. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you are... Um, hundreds of kilometers away from that. I mean, how, how does it affect you? I mean, I, I, those of us um, far outside the country feel very helpless, but I guess perhaps you feel similarly, apart from being in touch with friends. Uh, yeah, it's true. Uh, sometimes I feel really helpless, though I'm trying to help people evacuate, but um, Many experience the same thing. They have kind of guilt that they are not in mm. in the area uh, where um, where people die, so that mm. we are not able to help those. Uh, but then, um, but then it's not from from God, you know, because the sense of guilt. Uh, we are still trying to help, and um, just having that fear and guilt does not help anyway. Right. Um, so yeah i think uh, it's just uh, we need to to pray more to be comforted and not to to have that feeling of shame and guilt that that uh that we are not in those zones mm. and especially those who are refugees now in other countries that they, they also experience the same yes. um they they felt they can't they they were helpless and they were not in ukraine and they had shame that they were trying to uh, to escape from danger um yeah so have you got friends and relatives who are in the surrounding countries as well that you're in touch with mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes yes yes. Mm -hmm. yes i mean did you decide not to leave the country deliberately um yes uh, many people are trying to help to um like they, they want me to uh, to get evacuated at this point, I'm not sure I want to to get evacuated. I'm um, I'm feeling safe at the moment, and I'm not far from the border of uh, uh, of Romania. So if I need, I will evacuate. But for now, I feel that uh, mm. I can serve more here, mm. and also I'm closer to my relatives who stayed in Ukraine. Mm. 
that's good um just keeping some i guess some vestiges of normality and and relationships mm -hmm. is just uh, crucial isn't it i mean you mm -hmm. say praying more what do you find yourself praying most um I'm praying uh, not just for peace. Mm. Uh, I think it's just general prayer for peace, but I, I pray that the weapon that is used by Russians, that it would not work. I pray for Putin to stop. Mm. Um, I pray for justice because God is uh, um, the one who, who is just. Um, mm. Yeah, I pray for, for those who are heartbroken now and who are vulnerable um that they they would um be comforted mm -hmm. um yeah and uh and just uh to get back to it's hard to say to normal because everything is in normal right now at the mm -hmm. moment but in the midst of this darkness and insanity to uh to know what to do um mm -hmm. i think it was on the last week uh, like six, six days since the uh, large-scale war that somebody asked me what I feel. And before that day, I didn't even think about what, what I feel. I didn't have uh, time to think what I feel. But then I realized that I felt anger, mm. much of anger at evil, at Putin, at, uh, at everything that is going on uh, with my beautiful country. Mm. Um, and it so is I a beautiful country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, yeah. We've discovered, it's, I think, um, for another generation, I mean, previous generations know this well, but I think for many people now, the sense of needing God to be just and to judge is not an experience many people have had until now. But I guess if you're in the midst of it there, you, you need that to be the case, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what, what about your sort of day-to-day? -day? I mean, do you have a way of um, keeping yourself from um, being sort of totally um overwhelmed uh i think it was three days ago that i realized that i need to have some kind of day rhythm uh mm. because of uh being overwhelmed by news and uh mm. yeah to get uh messages from my my friends from different parts of ukraine who are under under uh, bombings and shelling mm. uh i couldn't sleep uh, so mm. I had a sleep deprivation. I didn't uh, count days. I couldn't, uh, uh, yeah, I didn't have a sense of day or night mm. or what kind of day it was. So um, so I decided to, uh, yeah, to have some kind of rhythm of the day um, and to do some sports uh, mm -hmm. because of adrenaline, I needed to do something. And so... Mm. I started to do more sports and some Bible reading uh, in some exact time mm -hmm. um, and some, and yeah, and less uh, to be in use uh, because being overwhelmed by everything, mm -hmm. it's really hard to process mm -hmm. and just to stop thinking. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you have your violin with you? 
unfortunately not Mark. Oh, it's you, it's heartbreaking you, for me yeah i hope you can borrow one near there though <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I really need uh, that one because uh, it was actually it survived two world wars mm. and it's very symbolic for me. Like when the war started eight years ago, I was going to the military stations to soldiers and I was playing the violin uh, and uh, sharing the gospel. So it's very that violin is very symbolic for me. And I have a joke, you know, that until my violin is in, in the capital, the capital will not be taken because uh, the violin has survived uh, two world mm. wars. Well, I'll definitely um, pray you get that very soon and you can start <laughs> using you. it again. Um, that's, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, well, I, I really appreciate you giving um, the time. I, I, you know, as, as I said, you know, we can't imagine what it must be like to see this and, and the news is overwhelming, even if you're not in the middle of it. Um, I mm -hmm. thought I'd just read um, one or two verses from the Psalms and then um, maybe pray for you, pray for some of the things you've just talked about. Um, but I really appreciate the, the time you've given us for this. Um, so this is from Psalm 130. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a Psalm I come back to again and again. Um, Out of the depths I cry to you, Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to my cry for mercy. If you, Lord, kept a record of sins, Lord, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness so that we can, with reverence, serve you. I wait for the Lord. My whole being waits, and in his word I put my hope. I wait for the Lord. More than watchmen wait for the morning. More than watchmen wait for the morning. Israel, put your hope in the Lord, for with the Lord is unfailing love, and with him is full redemption. He will redeem Israel from all their sins. I guess Amen. you know that feeling of waiting for the morning all too well. Mm -hmm. um, let, let's, uh, let's pray. Mm -hmm. Heavenly Father, we, we cry to you from the depth. We cry to you with our sister, for our sister, and her own uh, uh, immediate sister and brothers and sisters in the faith that she's in touch with we cry to you to have mercy on her and be attentive to all that know her and love her we pray that you'd help her to find her true solace and hope her true security and confidence in the lord in you and as she waits, as we all wait, we, we cry to you, Lord, for peace, for the restraint of evil, for the restoration of order and justice and wisdom. And we pray that there would be a miracle. There would be things that surprise us all in, in just the way this is resolved in ways that are completely different from how experts and historians and pundits predict but that we see this could only be of you please protect those in the west of the country but also particularly those uh, that our sister is in touch with regularly uh, the students their families people in the occupied regions in the far east of the country we pray that your people will shine like lights in the night and we thank you so much for those two who came to know you we we trust that you would grow them deeply into you 
and that we would rejoice with them in eternity. We pray these things for your glory's sake. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Mark, yes. for inviting me. It's a joy to see you. Yeah, great to see you too.